All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me, as always, is Brandon. Brandon, what's new? Oh, man, just the same old. Um, I had a good weekend. Is uh, your back done? No. <laughs> I got the whole all the railing done, so that's a plus. Not quite there, though. No, we got a little bit more to go. We got to do some steps and the skirting, and then we're finally done. So eventually, someday, maybe, right? Yeah, slowly but surely. It's getting there. Yeah, I've got a couple of my own projects going on, so. But nothing quite as big as the deck. So, um, I think we'll go ahead and jump right on into things. And oh, yeah. oh, quick heads up here, and I'll say it at the <gasps> beginning of the episode, and I'll probably say it again at the end. Next week's episode is going to be a little bit later in the week because I will be out of town on Monday, so we won't be recording until Tuesday or Wednesday next week. So, just a heads up. And that also uh, reminds me if you guys are interested in just catching some of the segments, we go ahead and take the time to. Uh, I don't know, write out the schedule of each episode, the the timeline, I guess I would say, of each episode. So in the description, um, I think most anywhere it should pop up, but definitely on SoundCloud and different places like that, you can see exactly when each segment of the episode starts. So I don't know if we ever mentioned that, uh, but I wanted to say that in case you guys are interested in just catching a part of it or like catching one specific part. You can see the timestamps for each episode in the description because that's something new that we've been doing. So, but something that is not new that we have been doing for quite some time. Did you know? Brandon, what did you know? Did you know that the main library? at Indiana University sinks over an inch a year. Because when it was designed, the engineers failed to take into account the weight of all the books that would occupy the library. That's the Indiana library? Yeah. Interesting. I was going to think of something like, you know, D.C. or something like that because it's built in a swamp. But I never would have guessed Indiana Library. Yeah, apparently when they made it, they forgot to account for how much the books are going to weigh. So the building itself sinks over an inch every single year. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. So what do you even, like, so an inch? I mean, inch isn't too bad. But, I mean, if you think 10 years, that's 10 inches, so. Yeah, I mean, that's more than noticeable i guess and i I mean i wonder how long you know that's been sinking like that if it's eventually going to get to the point where it settles i don't know but yeah like how how far can it sink right right because i mean you would think about it i can't i can't imagine it could sink like a hundred feet i mean maybe depending on how much the layers are underneath of it and i don't know i don't know that's I'm not an architect, but I would think that at some time, at some point in time, it would settle. 
Yeah, you're not an architect, and apparently these guys weren't very good ones. (laughs) So you're telling me there's a chance. (laughs) Nice. Well, um, hmm. I don't know if I'll ever be there anytime soon, but I guess if I'm in the neck of the woods, I might have to check it out. Yeah. So either that or maybe they should get in the digital age and just get rid of all the books and put in a couple computers and call it good. <laughs> Keep it from sinking. Yeah. All they'd have to do is put in a whole bunch of like Kindles. <laughs> <laughs> Take out all the books and just put in like 50 Kindles. There we go. Yeah. Problem solved. Done. We're smart. We should, we should be there to solve all the problems that come up like that. Boom, roasted. (laughs) Boom, roasted. For your health. All right. Well, the second segment we always go into is one of Brandon's favorites, bringing you the scary stat of the week. I do always love that sound. (laughs) Yeah, I got a kind of an interesting one this week. So So more, more interesting, not scary. Yeah, I guess. Um, (laughs) And actually not from baseball for once. (gasps) Yes. This comes from like super old school NFL. We're talking the 1933 Cincinnati Reds. Oh. So there's a Cincinnati Reds baseball team. And there was a Cincinnati Reds football team at one point. Okay. I was just going to say, wait, you just said not baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was also a St. Louis Cardinals football team too that moved to Arizona anyway um so the 1933 Cincinnati Reds they completed only 25 passes that season and none of them went for touchdowns they they still went three six and one that season somehow and they only scored two touchdowns so in 10 games they only scored two touchdowns and the rest of the scoring was field goals. Wow. Out of the 10 games, there were shut out in five of them. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, um, I was wondering how many games that they played. So, yeah, 10 and only 25 passes. So that's barely more than two passes a game. Yeah. It sounds like that's what, only well, it's not, that's not attempts. That's only how many they completed. Oh, how many they completed? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Still, either way, that's not good. Wow. Okay. So I guess there's a new low for the lines to, you know, try <laughs> to attain. Yeah, I'm not sure that'll ever be touched. I mean, that's got to be the most incompetent offense ever. <laughs> to only score two touchdowns all season. Yeah. But they still won three games. That'd be embarrassing for the teams that they beat. Right. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, man. Well, uh, that means I'm up because I get to do... rock moment of the week and so this one we're going to go into the realm of uh all sports kind of college sports 
Because I'm, uh, I was actually made aware. I don't know how long this has been going on because I didn't dig very deep into it. But there is was called the CBS Best in College Sports Award, okay. which goes to the college athletic department that compares football, men's and women's basketball, and then they have two what they call wild card sports. So basically okay. they take your two best performances in two other sports and they combine those five. Mm-hmm. And so this year, Michigan won in what they said is the closest finish that they've had since they started this program. Nice. And they barely beat Kentucky for the number one spot. And then coming in third was Oklahoma. So, mm. yeah. Congratulations to Michigan Athletics. So did they say what the other two sports were that they chose for Michigan? Uh, I think one was baseball. And the okay, other Okay, yeah, one, that makes sense. The other one was like uh, a gymnastics or a track, I think, or something of the sort. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. I know the hockey team's usually pretty good, but I wasn't sure how they did this past season. Yeah, I'm not sure if they did hockey or not. Um, but yeah, I do know that they mentioned one was baseball. Nice. So congratulations, Michigan. And they had, um, I think, feel like they had some championships. Maybe they weren't national championships, but like uh, conference championships and some other ones. So, but either way. We'll move on because we're going to be reviewing some things from next or last week. All right. So we uh, talked last week about Netflix exclusive shows. And I think we mentioned it last week. Maybe we didn't. But what we're going to try to do here on the uh, off-season is we are going to kind of alternate sports one week, non-sports next, and back and forth. So last week we talked about um, non-sports topic of Netflix-exclusive shows. We had a good time talking about it. We talked about all the ones that we were familiar with. and actually, ironically enough, since then, um, I have watched another entire season of a Netflix exclusive sh- show since then, which was kind of surprising. But um, so we open it up for listeners to tell us what some of their favorite Netflix shows were. So, Brandon, I know you've got one that uh, somebody sent in to share. Uh, yeah, we got a reply on. On Twitter from Zamora, he is at BigZamo78, and uh, his favorite Netflix exclusive show is uh, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I, I've i seen that one, and I've thought about checking it out, but I never have. Have you tried watching that one? or? No, I haven't, but I've heard good things about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I, think- sh- I should check that out. Thank you for that submission. Uh, yeah, I might check that out. Uh, I actually have one here, too, that I've never checked out. Um, Justin 
uh, from Twitter, which his handle is at Justin A R N O T T J A. There you go. I'm not going to pronounce it. Arnot? Maybe. Arnot J? Yeah, that's a last name. (laughs) I don't know. I'm terrible with pronunciations. Justin on Twitter uh, said The Last Kingdom. So I think I know which one that is, but I can't say for sure. I'll have to look that one up to see. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever heard of that one. Yeah. So that's uh, one that is recommended to check out. And then there's another one here, which was one that we talked about. And uh, Craig, who's a friend of mine, not Craig, who used to be on the show, but another Craig, who is on Twitter at CraigLarry43. See, I can pronounce that. (laughs) Uh, He said that, or he says, quote, is that even a question, Stranger Things, all the way? So, and then he and I actually... We're chatting about it a little bit. So, um, and rumor is from what he's heard from podcasts and some of the things that different people have said. I can't remember if he said it was from a producer or a writer, but he said that they were mentioning that they're not sure if they'll go past five seasons. Mm. So four or five could potentially, potentially, I mean, of course it's just rumor, but you know, I mean, content can only go so far. But no. yeah, I've heard that too. That um, the next season might be the last one. Yeah, that that would be kind of sad. That's the rumor and innuendo. I I was kind of actually prepared that they might end it this season. I don't know why, but I just was. I think in my mind, I was like, okay, how long can they drag this out? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it was. But then, obviously, with the way things ended this time, you know that they're going to be doing more. So yeah, yeah. But we will, we shall see. So, but yeah, thank you everybody for your feedback. Appreciate it. Uh, we always uh, look for feedback. Can respond to us on Twitter. We've got stuff on Instagram and Facebook. And you can always call the voicemail. So, anything else with the Netflix exclusives or are you ready to roll? Um, there was one that I forgot to mention last week. That's one of my favorites and I can't believe I didn't mention it because I really like the show and it's one of their more popular ones. It's uh, glow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's glow, which is short for, uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And it's a comedy that's like, it's kind of based around the old, uh, wrestling federation that used to be uh, going in the 80s which was called Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling Uh, so it's semi-biographical I guess but all the characters are just kind of based on ones that were in the 80s so it's not like actual characters it just kind of follows like a rough outline of how they created the league and how they got the girls and how they trained them and everything and it's, it's pretty good um, nice. It's a comedy. There's some small like elements of drama thrown in, but it's it's all pretty good. Nice. Yeah, uh, I remember when you started watching that. You talked to me a little bit about that, so might have to check that one out at some point. Yeah, you should check it out. I think um, you and your wife would probably enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I'll mention mine real quick. The one that I watched since then. It's all. It's out. 
it only has one season out right now, but they are making the second and potentially third. Um, but if anybody's heard about the Umbrella Academy, hmm. so it's it's good, it's entertaining, but there's ten episodes, and I would say by episode eight or at least seven. My wife and I were both sitting there and saying, we still don't understand what's going on. Hmm. Uh, which di- isn't necessarily like a bad thing. I mean, you understood the overall plot, but the details and all the moving pieces, you're just like, mm-hmm. what the heck? Um, so it's entertaining. It's a superhero-esque kind of thing, but it takes it from a completely different standpoint. Um or perspective, I guess you would say. And the season ends on a cliffhanger. And of course, when it ended, we were just like, okay, are they going to make another season? And it was already confirmed. So it's, it's pretty good. But uh, what we like to do is usually find something that normally that has three or more seasons. So we can be guaranteed a long duration of watching period. So it was a little rare that we watched this when there was only one season. Um, yeah, but yeah, not, not too bad. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it really high up there and everything, but if you like superhero stuff, you could check it out. It's, it's a little darker. Um, it's got a little bit of a dark twist, definitely more of an adult. Uh, well not, not like a ton, but it's, it's not like a, uh, Marvel, you know, kid friendly superhero kind of thing. Kind of like, uh, Dark Knight or Batman Begins, something like that. Yeah, I'd say more Dark Knight, and then maybe even kind of reminds me of a little bit of maybe Stranger Things season one or two, where it's okay. just like, uh, you know, it's interesting, but it's a little bit darker, so you know, like a certain age of kid would not probably be, be that great to watch it. Yeah, but anyways, so like PG thirteen basically. Oh yeah, def- definitely at least PG thirteen. So it might uh, cross over into R for some of the episodes. But anyways, yeah, it's it, so if you're watching it and you feel lost, then don't be surprised. I mean, if if you're one of those people that like things to make sense, don't. <laughs> I don't think you should watch it because <laughs> things don't really come together until like the last two episodes, and even then, when you get to the end, it's still like they're still trying to figure out some of the bigger questions. So, mm. but it's something different. But we'll move along because we're still going to be talking about entertainment and movies and that stuff coming up. So. <laughs> All right, so I know we talk about alternating sports and then TV, movie, entertainment, and everything every other week, but we are, but we're not, because what we're doing is we're going to be talking about movies, but we're going to be talking specifically about sports movies this week. So brace yourselves. (laughs) I don't know what that means, but. Get ready for sports movies. Get ready for your face to literally fall off. Um, Melt it off. Melt it off like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) 
Uh, so basically, Brandon and I were talking about taking the opportunity to talk about sports movies in general. Um, I mean, there there really are so many, but there are only so many well-known ones. So we're going to share some of our favorites, uh, maybe even talk about some that we haven't seen. That might be a little bit of a surprise, but also kind of just talk about the because I, th- I feel like usually when you think about sports movies, at least this is how I am. I think of the very, you know, serious drama sports movie, you know, like the team that comes together and comes from behind and wins. And, yeah. You know, whatever. Maybe there'll be some comedy and stuff sprinkled in there. But then there are some of those that are just like you watch it and you don't even think it's a sports movie because it's so much of a comedy and different thing elements like that. So. Um, I think we'll go ahead and maybe what let's mention, say three ish. We can go a little bit more of our favorite sports movies that we would probably say if you're a sports fan and like movies, you should watch these movies at some point. Mm-hmm. So do you want to start or do you want me to kick it off? Yeah, um, I got a huge list here, so I'll go with some that. You know, maybe not everybody's seen. I mean, we can get kind of the obvious ones out of the way. Yeah. Uh, just, like, in passing. So I'll, I'll mention a couple that probably not everybody have seen. Uh, the first one on my list is All the Right Moves. Uh, it stars Tom Cruise and Craig T. Nelson. Uh, it's a football movie where it's high school football, and uh, Tom Cruise is a starting defensive back. And he gets kicked off the team for first he like talks back to the coach and then uh, he's with a group of people that like vandalize the coach's house and he gets kicked off the team for it. And basically he gets blocked from colleges reaching out to him to try to give him scholarships. And, and Craig T. Nelson plays a coach. I know really, really big stretch for him after he was in the TV show coach. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the movie's from 1983. It's one of Tom Cruise's first, like, big movies. Uh, Leah Thompson's also in it as his girlfriend. I don't know. It's really, I guess, it's mostly a drama. Uh, I wouldn't call it a a comedy. It has some comedic moments in it. But it's it's pretty dramatic uh, with a lot of the scenes. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's... I know a lot of people have probably seen it, but it's kind of lost in a shuffle in 80s movies and especially in Tom Cruise's filmography. And, you know, I, I watched it again not too long ago, right around 4th of July. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it again. I mean, I've watched it numerous times. It's just been a while since I watched it. I, but yeah, I great movie if it. you haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So, yeah, it, it really made me think like when you and I were talking about this kind of like actors that are underrated. And Craig T. Nelson was on my list because he does such a good job in this movie. Yeah. He's one of those guys that he'll show up and, you know, like a supporting role or like this is a minor character and he's always spot on. He always does a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, we'll go ahead and swap back and forth. I'll share one of mine. It, it's a well-known one. I know. Uh, but honestly, I know that with the, uh, the younger generations or whatever you want to say that might not be as popular as it was when 
uh, since when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. But uh, Hoosiers was probably the biggest sports movie for me growing up because I'm from my family's originally from Kentucky. So, I mean, basketball was like the thing. And that was the sport of my dad. And so I remember watching this movie, I want to say multiple times with him, but I mean, I could be mistaken. I know I've seen it multiple times, Um, but it's really good. It's got, um, it came out back in 1986 and it's got Gene Hackman and he's a fantastic actor. Uh, Also has Dennis Hopper, who's really good. Um, Those are some of the more well-known actors in there if you watch the movie there'll definitely be a couple others that you've probably seen in different places but just a small time indiana basketball team and gosh it's been a while since i've seen it so i know there's more that's going on more drama behind it but um yeah it's just about their path to you know the championship and becoming a really good team. I think they only had like seven players on the team or something like that. So they Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, they didn't even have much of a bench and there's a lot of drama, like family drama and then the little town that they're from and stuff like that. So it's um but it's it's a good story and it's kind of one of those staples where I would say if you enjoy sports movies, you at some point need to see Hoosiers because it's just like a classic. Yeah, Hoosiers is a great movie. Um, it's, it's it was one of them on my list too. And like I told you before we started recording, that um, the last time I watched it, I think I got it on Blu-ray, really cheap somewhere. It was literally like four bucks or something like that. Um, so you know, so kind of easy movie to find for a good price. Uh, yeah, and when I watched it, my wife watched it with me, and she actually really enjoyed the movie too. Got into it towards the end. Yeah, my wife. Uh, I don't know if my wife would. I don't know if she's watched many sports movies, but anyways. Yeah, my my next movie I got here is is another one from 1986. Uh, it's called Young Blood, and it's a hockey movie that stars Rob Lowe, uh, Patrick Swayze, and in a small role, uh, Keanu Reeves is in it. Um, so the the main character is Dean Youngblood. He's played by by Rob Lowe. Um, he's a young player. He's like 17, I believe. And he gets on a, one of the best junior teams in, in Canada. Uh, he's, he's more of a skill player. He's a smaller guy. So he's not very good physically. And he gets kind of knocked around by the league league goon after, uh, the guy takes out Patrick Swayze's character, who is the, the captain of the team. So Rob Lowe's character becomes like the star player of the team. And, He's getting harassed by this this goon, and he has to learn how to stand up for himself and, you know, uh, be a little more physical. And he gets taught by his brother, who who played years before him. Um, I mean, there's a there's a few like minor league hockey players from the time. The two biggest names are probably uh, Peter Zezel and uh, Steve Thomas, who was actually a really good player back in the day. Uh, there's a there's a handful of other guys too that um, fans might recognize, but those are probably two the two biggest names. Uh, the hockey scenes are really good. Uh, it's it's kind of like Karate Kid on skates, I suppose. 
<laughs> how the story goes. Just one of those, you know, small guy has to learn to stand up for himself kind of movies. Yeah. What's um now what role was Keanu Reeves? I don't remember him. I because I saw it, but I don't remember what he did. He was kind of in the background. He didn't really have many lines. He plays the goalie. And he's he's French Canadian, so you get to hear Keanu do a, a bad French Canadian accent. <laughs> like his character doesn't even have a first name; his last name's Heaver. Nice. Yeah, it, it's it's such a small role. I mean, I've seen the movie a handful of times, and it was like the last time that I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god, that's Keanu!" Nice. He's he's everywhere, apparently. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Yeah. Um, the next one I'm going to mention is a hockey movie as well. So, um, and but this is a lot more recent. Uh, 2004 Miracle. Uh, I it has Kurt Russell, and it is about the U.S. hockey team that won the 1980 Olympics, and just kind of how they kind of the backstory of that you know based on actual events but of course i mean they always kind of spice it up with some drama and different things but Mm -hmm. yeah you know they had such a young team and russia was like the juggernaut um that nobody could beat, and just the path that the u.s team took to because the whole drama of the cold war and the you know the those darn russians um (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I remember watching that one. It's got, um, oh, I can't think of anybody's name really out of Kurt Russell, but there'll be some people that you, that most people might recognize in there. And, you know, it's a feel good movie, sports movie, nothing too crazy behind it. Gets you a little bit more insight into the, that, uh, whole event and everything. But I mean, of course it's Hollywood, so they spruce it up a little bit, but I enjoyed it. Um, I probably watch it again, but that was, I think I did only see that one once. So, yeah, I saw that one in theater and I think I saw it once after that. Cause my brother had it on DVD. Yeah, it was a great movie. Um, yeah, back in, back in that time, the NHL players didn't play in the Olympics. So it was all junior and like college players. And okay. the Russian team was a professional team that played in Russia. So that was a lot of the reason for the dominance. Um, the you know the playing field became a little more level once NHL players were allowed to play play in the Olympics. I mean, it's kind of like that way that way with basketball too. At one point, you know, before the dream team. Yeah. No, that makes more sense because uh, I didn't remember that part of the story. So, I mean, it was I watched it in theater. So that was back in two thousand four, and yeah. No, that's that's interesting, and that makes a little bit more sense with that. So, yeah, they were one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest underdogs. Yeah, yes, that is true. That is part of that story. That's one of the biggest understo- underdog, biggest comebacks kind of thing. So, uh, what else you got? Oh, the oh, the third one I'll mention. Um, you know, it's probably a movie that. A wide variety of people have seen, but it doesn't get much mention anymore because it was made in the seventies. Is uh, Slapshot? Uh, obviously, it's another hockey movie. Um, it stars Paul Newman, and he is the captain and the coach 
of the Charlestown Chiefs. And they're like the worst team in the league. And the owner's trying to sell them. And uh, they find success, like winning games and stuff, by just literally just beating the crap out of all the other teams. <laughs> <laughs> so you get like a wide variety of fights, uh, lot, lots of scrapping, like tons of swearing. So, I mean, don't watch it with kids. I remember it was one of my dad's favorite movies and I wasn't allowed to watch it until I was, you know, like a teenager. Well, and I always wondered why I couldn't watch it. Cause you know, I grew up playing hockey and I loved hockey so much. And, you know, this was before mighty ducks. So there wasn't very many hockey movies. There was the only ones I knew about were Slapshot and young blood. And those are both rated R. So <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered and then when I watched it as a teenager, like, Oh, that's why dad wouldn't let me watch it. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, lots of great quotes in that movie. Um, just funny scenes. You get like a lots of shots of them on the ice, and you know, this is back in the seventies where four guys wore helmets too much. So you see, like the guys kind of just talking to each other, having conversations and everything. And um, basically, that you know, they get all the way to the championship, and uh, the other team like assembles just like a team full of goons to try to to help fight the the chiefs and I don't know. It's, it's just a funny movie. If, if nobody's ever seen any, you should watch it. It's definitely one of the best sports movies ever. Yeah, I actually have, I, I may have seen part of it, but I know I've not seen that whole movie. So yeah, it never seems to be on any of the streaming. Uh, I mean, you can rent it off Amazon prime for like four bucks. I'm sure you can find it streaming somewhere online, like on YouTube or something, but it never seems to be on Netflix. Like they'll have the, the sequels and stuff that were made years after, but the, the original never seems to be on anything. Hmm. And I mean, I'm sure you can get a DVD for like under 10 bucks. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, I'm going to be switching up sports here as we go ahead and switch to football. And uh, this was, I really enjoyed this movie. Man, I don't know how many times I've seen it, but uh, it's, I'm, I'm actually having a hard time remembering exactly what kind of uh, the underlying plot was, but any given Sunday, and okay, yeah, I've, I've actually never seen that movie. Oh, you haven't? Oh, it, it's a good one from what I remember. But there was other stuff in it. Because, uh, it was just kind of, you know, the drama of a football sports franchise. You know, backup players, the owners, the coaches, the managers, and just, you know, the drama. You got to win. You have to be productive and things like that. Um and uh, Dennis, uh, Dennis Quaid is in it. Al Pacino's in it. Uh, Jamie Foxx, LL Cool J, James Woods, Dennis Quaid. Um, oh, I already mentioned Dennis Quaid. But what I was going <laughs> to say about Dennis Quaid is that he was the quarterback. And then he got injured. And so then there's the drama of bringing in the backup. And, you know, is he doing better than Dennis Quaid? And how long? Because Dennis Quaid was an older uh, quarterback and that whole competition thing. Uh, just a lot of drama. Really, uh, I, I I remember it being really good. And then, of course, it has, if anybody's seen it, 
one a really iconic sports speech in it from Al Pacino. Uh, I think they actually even called it like inches, um, the inches speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and so uh, I recommend it. It's rated R, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, another. Oh, no, it's just. Oh, wait, no, that's a different one. Uh, why isn't that showing me? I'm just going to say it's rated R because <laughs> most likely you've got. Al Pacino yeah, I'm pretty someone. sure it is. Yeah, yeah Al Pacino. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it's automatically oh, yeah. rated R. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's rated R. <laughs> So he could do like Sesame Street and it'd be rated PG-13. <laughs> so, yeah, he um, but yeah, it, it's older. It's it's just interesting. And I thought it was really good. Actually, you know, discussing this stuff makes me want to go back and watch it. So, yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of it. And, you know, what I saw, I enjoyed. I just, you know, it seems like every time it's on a streaming service and I add it to my list, by the time I get ready to go to watch it, it's gone. Oh, yeah. It's one of those movies for me. But, I mean, I know kind of the gist of it, but I just have to sit down and watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right, what what else you got? Let's do... Um, did you start off or did I start off? Uh, I started off. All right, let's do one more each. And then okay. we'll just kind of throw, throw some out there in general discussion, not break them down a whole lot, but... Yeah, um... Probably the last one I'll mention, um, we give a little more detail on, is The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about uh, a former professional wrestler who is basically washed up and he's struggling to like move on with his life and reconnect with his family. Uh, stars Mickey Rourke. It, it's the movie that really bought, brought him back into the mainstream. Uh, he was he was nominated for an Oscar for, for best actor. Uh, he didn't win, but he was, he was nominated. And it was also, he, he won the a golden globe for the, the, for his job in a movie. He was really good in it. Uh, it was a, kind of a sad movie and it's, it really hits close to home for like other professional wrestlers because like, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like, just exactly what happens to some of these guys like how they spend their whole life wrestling and then once their bodies start to break down that they don't really have anything else because this is all they've ever done with their life um, yeah. you know just the way the way their life is you know all the traveling and uh, all the performing that they do they have a hard time you know finding the same rush that they had before and adjusting their lifestyle to more you know, normal, I guess. Uh, you know, other than Mickey Rourke and Marissa Tomei is in it as well. She was also nominated, I believe, for an Oscar for her role in it. Um, yeah, just great acting all around. Uh, yeah, just just a good movie. If, if you guys haven't seen it, check that one out. Yeah, no, um, I do remember when that one came out that got a lot of hype around it and everything, so... Uh, but I have not seen that one yet. Yeah, that's one of those movies too. Like, even if you're not a fan of wrestling, you'll enjoy like the just the acting and the writing of it, and just it's kind of more of like a character study than it is about the sport of wrestling. Yeah. Well, uh, the last one I'm going to talk about, and uh, 
in more detail is another football movie. And I feel like it's pretty well known, but it's also one that maybe falls under the radar for some people. And it's actually kind of making me laugh looking at it because there's some similarities here. But uh, the good old movie, The Replacements. Oh, yeah. And it <laughs> makes Keanu. me yeah, with Keanu, Keanu Reeves is in it, and so is Gene Hackman. So <laughs> Keanu Reeves from um, your movie, uh, Young Bloods, and, or Young Blood, and then Gene Hackman from Hoosiers are both in here. <laughs> uh, but then also you'll recognize, I'm probably going to butcher the last name, but John Favreau. Um, uh, John, John Favreau. Favreau. Thank you. Sorry. Um who is his character is hilarious, but he did. Um, he was in Marvel. He does a lot with producing or directing. I can't remember, but he was a uh, Iron Man's chauffeur. Uh, also there's other, a few other people that you will probably recognize, but I don't know if you remember this Brandon or ever put this together, but David Denman is in it. And do you know what other major role he did? Um, yeah, he was, uh, Roy on The Office. Yeah. And he, yeah, so the only reason I know that, I wouldn't have known by the name, but I was just looking it up on IMDb and scrolling through the actors. Cheater! <laughs> Dang it! Uh, <laughs> also, um, Art LaFleur is in it. He's one of the coaches. He played... Babe Ruth on the Sandlot. Oh, he did. Yep, and that and that dream that Benny has. Nice. Yeah, but uh, the kind of funny. I mean, it. So basically, what the story is, it's about uh, a strike in the NFL. So the Washington Sentinels, I think it is. Um, yeah. They try to replace their team with replacement players. Um, because everybody went on strike. So they get all these guys from different places, um, hilarious backgrounds, just to step in right away to play football. And uh, Keanu Reeves is Shane Falco, who is the um, the quarterback. But then they get some other people in there, funny players to play receiver, you know, linemen and whatnot. And uh, David Denman, who's the Roy from The Office, plays a deaf um, receiver. And so his role is, I mean, kind of memorable because, I mean, a deaf guy playing playing football isn't something you see every day. But yeah, no, just the whole th- the whole cast is crazy, hilarious circumstances, um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a fun one if uh, you like uh, sports comedy because it's definitely comedy. So that's one that I've watched multiple times and always enjoy. So. All right. Well, uh, I think that what we need to do is definitely kind of go through a list and just re- maybe um, throw out some other ones that we like. Uh, maybe our reactions to some that maybe we don't like as much as other people. And um, I'm going to throw out some there because I did a little bit of research of just like, okay, what sports movies are out there? And we definitely don't have all of them. But I also kind of, I'll do this now. And if you think of anything, go ahead and jump in real quick. But I was thinking of sports movies that are kind of well-known, but I actually haven't seen. I mean, I know there were a couple that we just talked about that you brought up that I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. But 
a few that were pretty popular that a uh, few of them on here are like, gosh, you know, I really should see this. Um, that I haven't seen o- going old uh, school is Raging Bull, which is really popular with Robert De Niro. Um, but then you've also got Bill Durham baseball. Uh, Raging Bull is a boxing movie. Bill Durham is a baseball movie. And that's is that Robert Redford or is that Kevin Costner? It's Kevin Costner. OK. Uh, I have not seen Million Dollar Baby. Uh, we were just talking about that. Brandon was shot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a really good one. And then Moneyball with Brad Pitt. I have not seen uh, one of the more surprising ones. And this one's kind of crazy because I actually think I own this movie. I think I picked it up at a garage sale and I've actually just never watched it. Um, but White Men Can't Jump. I have not watched that one yet. So. I I don't think I haven't seen all of it. Okay. But uh, a lot of the other ones I have listed down of, you know, ones to kind of bring up and discuss I've seen. Are there any ones that you realize that you haven't seen that are kind of more popular ones? Um, I don't have the list here, but. Uh, Just kind of like off the top of your head. I know we weren't really saying we can discuss it, but I didn't know if there were any. If you don't, that's fine, but. You're just going to ruin the whole episode, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think like well, other than like any given Sunday, which you mentioned earlier, uh, man, I don't think. I guess movies like He Got Game, um, I haven't really seen that one. Uh, Blue Chips with Nick Nolte and Shaq, I haven't seen that. Oh, I haven't seen that. I saw most of He Got Game, but I know I have not seen all that movie. I mean, other than those, most of the ones I can think of right now, I've seen. Okay. What What are some other ones that you got that are just kind of, um, you know, popular kind of throughout there that people might, you know, just to go ahead and mention them, people might consider watching at some point? Yeah, I got a handful of them here. Um, Varsity Blues is one of them. A football movie, obviously. Uh, yeah, those is a... Uh, Came around at the time of like American Pie and everything. So if you feel like that similar kind of humor, but with a little bit of drama thrown in, uh, check that out. Uh, the original Bad News Bears. Mm-hmm. Actually watched that on the Stars app not too long ago, and and that movie still holds up. I watched the the second one, which is the Bad News Bears uh, breaking training. Um, that one, like if you like the first one and you want more, check it out. But I mean, don't expect it to be as good as the first one. Uh, like we said before, the whole Rocky franchise is great. Rocky Four is my actually my favorite. Uh, we were talking about that the other day. We both like Rocky Four the most. Um, yeah, can't go wrong with Russians. So, <laughs> right. Uh, There's a few that I liked a lot as a kid, like The Sandlot. Um, oh, why am I blanking on the name of the, the movie right now? Rookie of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh man where yeah. the kid has like all like breaks his arm and all of a sudden he's got like a super strong arm and he can throw really fast yeah uh, I forgot about that yeah one. that's that's a classic um and then there's things like you know major league major league two uh, i've never seen the third major league because i heard it's really terrible so i never gave a shot uh, <laughs> and then there's some, a couple outside the box that i was thinking about um like air bud <laughs> oh gosh Man, I used to love Air Bud when I was a kid. 
Um, yeah, I watched that a few times in school, and I actually never owned that movie, but anytime it was on, I would watch it. My, I remember my brother just hating the movie. That was so <laughs> stupid. Uh, there's one of them I saw in theater called The Sixth Man. Have you ever heard of that one? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's from 1997, and it has uh, Marlon Wayans in it. And what it is is him and his brother are uh, college basketball players, and his brother, um, he dies. He has a heart attack, and he becomes back as, like, a ghost. <laughs> and, he helps, and he helps the other brother... Uh, like in games and it's it, i mean it's as corny as it sounds but i remember seeing it in theater and, and and enjoying that a lot um yeah yeah actually it's got a lot of cameos in it like dick vitale's in it um i believe jim nance is also in it uh, yeah i mean if you're looking for something that's kind of like stupid fun I, I would check it out uh dude that's reminding me of uh uh, like Mike. Yeah, and... I was actually going to say that. Like Mike is another one I've seen a lot. Uh, more than I wanted to. <laughs> and well, There's another one that was just making, uh, that was making me think of, but now it's escaping me. But what it really kicked, uh, kicked me off to thinking of was, did you ever see Celtic Pride? Oh, I've seen bits and pieces of it with Damon Wayans. Yeah, and Daniel Stern and Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, dude. I completely forgot about that one until you brought up Wayne's (laughs) that, that was a funny comedy one. So, yeah, I mean, like we were talking right before we started recording that, you know, you, when I, I generically think, and I mentioned it earlier, sports movies, I think drama, inspirational sports movies like Rocky, like miracle, like Hoosiers, et cetera. Um, but then there's also all that other stuff that goes into comedy because then we started bringing up, well, you've got the Mighty Ducks. You've got all the other stuff we mentioned. There's Space Jam. Uh, there's Dodge the Water Boy. Water Boy. Um, and then things that aren't in the general um, aspects of sports like the Karate Kid and Talladega Nights. They're all really Never Back Down. That's another one. Yeah. Um, so it's there there's so much out there and you can't really mention it all but yeah those are all a bunch of comedies there that are focused around sports so i mean really even if you want to get into it with uh (laughs) ping pong you could go with balls of fury but (laughs) (laughs) or you could go with blades of glory for uh for figure skating with will ferrell and pam from the office (laughs) i feel like that's getting like way out there (laughs) <laughs> we got semi pro another will ferrell movie about basketball oh my gosh yeah wow he did he did a couple of those i guess i didn't realize that yeah but then you've got um oh shoot what's that what's that tom cruise in the driving one? Oh, uh days of thunder yeah wow your yeah, friend forgot- zach's favorite movie <laughs> <laughs> Which is hilarious because it's one of those movies just like, you know, how we have favorite movies that are just, you wouldn't expect someone to love so much. Yeah. And that's just one of those that he, you know, he accepts that it's not a great movie, but he just loves it. Yeah, I remember that. That's so funny. Oh, man. 
I remember um, there was a funny thing that, you know, it actually, you know, when uh, YouTube was really getting big, it probably would have been kind of funny uh, or could have been pretty funny episodes or whatever. But uh, a group of my friends in college, we would hang out at a guy's house all the time because uh, he had his own place. And so several of us would, um, he and another guy and I, well, actually, Craig, my friend who commented before mm-hmm. uh, on the Netflix stuff, um, we would get together, watch movies. And of course, you know, when you're with your friends, you make stupid comments and, you know, really funny and they, they can be really hilarious, but then you forget about them. So we actually did it. I think we only did it twice, but we talked about doing it more where we would watch a movie and we actually just recorded what we were saying during the movie. Yeah. Um, to remember some of the stupid stuff. And one of them was days of thunder. So <laughs> I really, I, I don't know Cold if that's trickle. Still, <laughs> I don't know if that still exists somewhere, but that would pr- probably be pretty hilarious to get, um, check out. But talking about, I mean, you got those, uh, sports comedy, comedies, happy Gilmore. And you mentioned Waterboy. Um, but, uh, a couple that I'll mention that I don't know if people, uh, remember or recognize, uh, chariots of fire. I remember watching that forever ago, but that's considered a classic. Um, Cinderella man was one that I really enjoyed. Um, that's a boxing one. Uh, a lot of these we mentioned one that we haven't mentioned yet. Rudy. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of an interesting thing that I'll quickly say about that is that um, a friend of mine mentioned that he knows somebody who's a Notre Dame fan. And every time before Notre Dame football game, he knows somebody that would watch the movie Rudy and then watch the football game every game. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, it's a good movie, but it's definitely not that good. They, so they probably have you beat for many times viewing with uh homeward bound yes probably. <laughs> probably so um one that i want to uh where did it go uh cool runnings is one uh where i don't know if you may have seen this i don't know if you have would you consider green street hooligans a sports movie hmm because it's I guess kind of, I mean, yeah, but it's centered sports, around a sport, but none of the people play in the sport. Yeah, it's more like just about the fans, yeah, than the actual sport. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why these popped my head, but some more kind of like products of their time and movies that probably weren't super great. Uh, you remember Angels in the Outfield? Oh, yeah, there's another yeah, yeah, one. That- yeah, that came to mind. That was the one that came to mind when you were talking about uh, uh, the the rookie. Six man. Uh, the rookie, when you mentioned oh, that, yeah. that came to mind. Rookie of the year, yeah. Um, and another one, you've probably never even heard of this, but it's got Tony Danza in it. It's called The Garbage Picking, Field Goal Kicking, Philadelphia Phenomenon. That's a movie that I saw on accident one time, just flipping through channels. And I'm like, what is this? Because I saw, you know, they were playing football. And I'm like, oh, I sit down and watch it. I'm like, this is corny. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and a couple more football movies that popped in my head is uh, Necessary Roughness. You ever see that one? Oh. 
It's got Scott Bakula in it. He plays a quarterback. He, he finds out that he's got one more year of eligibility that he didn't use. So he goes back to, to college to play quarterback for a team in Texas. And so he's like probably pushing 40. Um, and it's got Sinbad in it. He comes yeah. back. He's got, he's got one more year as well. Uh, actually, uh, Robert Loja is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Our... The announcer for the team is Rob Schneider. Oh god! And like the kicker for the team is Kathy Ireland. <laughs> they get her from the soccer team. She becomes the place kicker. Jeez. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a product of its time, but it's a fun movie. Uh, this is like an early early nineties, nineteen ninety one. Well, I got I got an old one here because um, you just made me think of it. I think when you were mentioning. Um... Airbud earlier. I was trying to think mm-hmm. of this, so I looked it up. Um, but have you ever heard of the movie Gus? It's about um, it's a football movie about a field goal kicking donkey. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I'm seeing oh, it now. Oh, 19, and it's got um, 1976 Don Knotts in it. Yes, and yes. Ed Asner. Yes, Tim Conway. <laughs> I mean, it was just wow. one of those things where just like, oh, they can't say that animals can't play. They were like kicking field goals from like 50, 60 yards out and some <laughs> ridiculous stuff. It says here the, on IMDb, he can kick 100-yard field goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't recommend it, but I do remember that one. Um, what, one of the last things that I'll mention um, before we move on, and then uh, I'll g- let you say whatever else you want to. But the one of the last things that I want to mention is a very popular one that probably some people are like shocked that we haven't mentioned yet. But honestly, I am I'm not at all saying that's bad, but I'm not really a fan of. And that is Field of Dreams. And it's not really bad, but it's just like it gets so much hype. And I'm like, eh. Because, I don't know, I mean, part of it might be because it's about baseball, and I'm not the biggest one about baseball anyways, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. I I don't know what the fad is with it. I mean, it's a good, decent movie, but people always seem to want to chalk it up to being, like, the greatest sports movie, and I would definitely not do that. So, what, uh, have you seen that, haven't you? Uh, yeah, a long time ago when I was a kid, my brother always liked that movie. Um, you know, I haven't tried to watch it in years, but when I was a kid and tried to watch it, it was a little slow, but <laughs> I'd have to go back and try to watch it as an adult and kind of get my, my thoughts out of that. Yeah. Dude, I can't believe we didn't mention this movie. Remember the Titans? Oh, actually I have it down. And I forgot to. Yeah, that's, that's another one that's. You know, I liked it and everything. It's a great movie, but everybody always says that it's like the best sports movie. And I, I don't know about that. It's, it's really good, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's the best. Yeah, I agree. I would put that one above Field of Dreams myself, but yeah, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't put it as the best sports movie. Yeah, and then there's a handful of other ones like Radio. Oh, yeah. Um, 
That was great. Uh, oh, man, I'm kind of like starting to blank on names now. I just had one in my head and lost. Oh, we are Marshall. Yep. Yeah, there's, that, was, that was a decent movie. Yeah, there's Annapolis, which is actually about the sport of boxing in the Marines, the military, mm-hmm. or no, yeah. the Navy, the Navy. Yeah, Navy boxing. Yeah, and uh, Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. which was in, made into a TV show. Yep, I was just gonna say a movie and TV show. So, oh, another one I was thinking of. Um, Another football movie I was thinking of that probably not a lot of people have seen. It was a made-for-TV movie, and it has Roseanne in it, and it's called Backfield in Motion. You ever uh, see that? I think so, maybe. 1991, it's got uh, Tom Arnold in it, and uh, Johnny Galecki, who plays Leonard on The Big Bang Theory. He plays uh, Roseanne's son in it. And they basically they set up a mothers versus sons football game. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's a good idea. I remember enjoying it when I was a kid. Uh, I mean, another one of those is a product of you know the early nineties. Yeah, but uh, there's, some, also... there's some funny moments in it, and it's I mean it's a kid friendly movie too. Yeah, you also have to mention A League of Their Own because mm-hmm. that has the world's greatest actor Tom Hanks in it. <laughs> <laughs> and Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, uh, Gina Davis. That's a that is a very good movie. Yeah. Um. Do you have any more that you want to mention, or? Um. I don't think so. I mean, I could go all day doing this. Yeah. Eventually, I got to cut myself off. <laughs> I think what we'll go ahead and do is um, put our question of the week as in what is your favorite sports movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and also if you're listening, if there's a sports movie that we didn't mention, feel free to mention that at some point. Um, and we'll just bring it up as, you know, next time in the show, if it's your favorite sports movie, mention that, but just if you realize, Hey, here's a sports movie you guys didn't mention, don't know if you know about it, I would be interested to hear about it. Mm-hmm. So, and I think we're good for the main segment. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then that's going to bring us into Garbage Day. Garbage Play of the Week. You know, sometimes you can't do much more than just shake your head (laughs) and, you know, feel sad for some people. But uh, this one's not sports-related here this week. But, you know, everybody gets their 15 minutes of fame, and it seems like a lot of people will milk it and try to just do whatever they can from it. But there is somebody this past weekish or so that is definitely getting their fame and apparently is, you know, trying to keep the ball rolling, from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. But if you're not familiar with, there was this individual, I don't know exactly where it was, my guess would be somewhere in New York, but um, who went into a bagel shop and decided to cause a scene because somehow they got prompted to discuss their love life and their personal problems and dating apps and this person's specific height difficult situation because they were vertically 
challenged. And uh, this guy who has infamously been labeled uh, the bagel guy now or the angry bagel guy or something of the sort <laughs> um, just freaks out on anybody who says anything about his height. Um, and he blames uh, he blames dating apps or something for his dating problems. He tried to get the police involved <laughs> and file for discrimination because somebody said something about his height. And then he tried to compare it to sexual discrimination. <laughs> so I don't really encourage you to Google this and find this. Um, I know I'm talking about it, but it is definitely by far the trashiest um, thing to bring up this week because it's just like, why? I, I hope I don't have to be bothered by anything else from him, but I was discussing with some people at work about this today. I was just like, even if I don't follow this on social media, it will hunt me down just because the people I do follow, somebody's going to retweet it or like it or put something out there and it will come back on my newsfeed when I don't want to see it. So, right. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a different kind of person. So <laughs> when you go into bagel shops, watch out what you talk about, apparently, which the altercation in the bagel shop actually involved, um, him and another gentleman getting in a physical fight altercation too. So, um. Yeah, I don't think I need to mention anything more with that because I could have plenty of same. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's one of those things. Probably mostly everybody's heard of it or seen it. Yeah, I would have to think so. There was, I think, there was one person at work who wasn't familiar with it, but she's, I mean, she's usually kind of a week behind on things, so it wasn't too <laughs> surprising when she said she hadn't heard anything about it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a whole nother. Uh, anyways, um, okay, that brings us to the two-minute drill. Are you going to be ready? Yeah, I'm good to go. All right, here we go. First thing first. Apparently, over one million people have pledged to storm Area 51 on September 20th. So come to find out what happens then and if anybody survives. Brandon. Uh, former Detroit Red Wing and National Predator Greg Johnson. Uh, passes away at the age of 48 last week. Caleb. All right. Uh, Michigan sports. Uh, Michigan football is discussing that they may not go out of the country for a future trip. They might stay in the States, head to San Diego, and train with the SEAL team. Brandon. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers running back Melvin Gordon is demanding a new contract. Uh, if he doesn't get the new contract, he's looking for a trade. Uh, he's willing to sit out all of training camp. Caleb. Uh, HBO Max is going to be a new streaming service coming in 2020, which will feature all 236 episodes of Friends. So say goodbye to it on Netflix. And then all the episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and more. Brandon. Russell Westbrook was traded uh, from the Thunder to the Houston Rockets for Chris Paul, two first-round draft picks, and a potential first-round swap. Caleb. Um, the Heat are picking up Duncan Robinson's one million guarantee. Uh, that was just today, today, and an NBA source is saying that that it most likely will be giving him a spot with the regular season roster. 
Brandon. Uh, R&B singer R. Kelly was arrest- arrested again for uh, criminal sexual crimes and child pornography. Caleb. Uh, Madden 20 has released quarterback scores and Detroit Lions' Matthew Stafford comes in with a 79 overall ranking. And that is time for us. But, Brandon, did you have one more? Yeah, my last one was a uh, uh, former Duke player, Grayson Allen, was ejected from a summer league game last week for a flagrant foul. Um, he's just continuing all the stuff he did in college. <sighs> no. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I um, Even being a Duke fan, which a lot of people kind of can't believe with me being a Michigan fan um, and a Kentucky fan on top of that, um, I never did like that guy. No, he's just a weasel. Yep. So, all right. Well, that brings us here to the end of things. Uh, we will bring up again our um, question of the week, which is, what is your favorite sports movie of all time? Please let us know, and we will uh, discuss things further in our uh, episode next week. Uh, Brandon, is there anything that you want to mention before we head out? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um other than next week, we will be talking about the movie Rambo, a.k.a. The Intruder. Uh, it's 1980s movie. Uh, it's a ripoff, basically, of <laughs> Rambo First Blood. Uh, it was made in Indonesia. Uh, we're actually going to add it to a playlist on YouTube under our uh, Blue Brothers name. Uh, you can get on there and you can check it out if you want to listen or watch it before uh, we talk about it next week. Yes, excellent to mention. Uh, we will have that on there. Also, if you wanted to watch Miami Connection, we have that already up there. Probably right after I get off here, I will put uh, Rambo on there. It's uh, a several-part series on YouTube where there are several videos um, that you would need to watch for it. So another excellent, awesomely bad movie. And, uh, yeah, don't, don't want to miss it. So we'll be discussing that next week for another movie review. Thank you for bringing that up, Brandon. And speaking of which, we will uh, leave you off with some amazing dragon sound from the Miami Connection. Can't have enough dragon sound in your life. And uh, we will go ahead and head out and finish off with Go Blue. Go Blue.